We sure have a lot to praise him about. Amen. 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 He's been so good to every one of us. To know the truth. Did he not keep his word to us? He said, you shall know the truth. He kept that word to us. Amen. What a privilege it is when truth seems to be hidden so much this day and time that people don't know what to believe. But I'm so glad that we've got the good news. Amen. Amen. I want to read you a quote and then scripture and have you seated. But coming into the first of the year, and I just wanted maybe to bring something as we start this year off. And so we studied along this, this way. We trust it will be a blessing to you. But I want to share this quote with you and, and make a few comments. And we'll read the scripture of what we want to look at tonight. And Brother Brim said, now this is New Year's Eve night. And of course, everybody's got a vow wrote out and a pledge. You're going to make for the new year. And then about the day after tomorrow, they'll all be broke. And so you know you turn a new page every year, and then you turn it back the next morning. And that's true. Here we are in just a few days into 2019, and people made their vows. And people's already broke most of the vows they made. <laughs> I made a vow. It's going to try to lose weight. I broke it at Cracker Barrel the next morning. <laughs> Biscuits, boy, they're deadly. But, you know, people make these resolutions. I'm going, I'm going to do better this year. I'm going to try to lose weight. I'm going to read my Bible all the way through. And so I got to looking at that about resolutions because I thought way back here, in the 60s, Brother Brandon was saying the same thing that we're doing in 2019. And I got to thinking about resolutions and why do resolutions seldom work? And when I was looking at it, I come across this and I thought it was so good. And it said, our resolutions seldom work because they're based on the type of person that we're tired of being. Rather than who God wants us to be. Think about that. Well, I want to lose weight because I'm tired of this gut. And then we go to Cracker Barrel. But what if our desires for this coming year was centered on not what I'm tired of being, but we could focus on what God wants us to be. And then allow that transformation process to be effective in our lives. So I was thinking along the lines, instead of a resolution, what if we chose a word? A word that God would want us to come, to become. A word that would be found in His word. Because faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. That we could allow this word to change us. So as I was thinking along these lines, this word came to me. And I want to speak on that tonight. The word is perseverance. Perseverance is not giving up. It's persistent and the tenacity and the effort required to do something and keep doing it till the end. Even if it's hard 
And even if others want you to quit. Let's read from Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. May the Lord bless you richly. We want to speak to you for a few minutes this evening on pressing on. Be thou thus minded, pressing on. And we want to read from Hebrews 12. Thank you, buddy. And while you're turning there, I want to thank you for praying for us. And all the prayers and the phone calls. Because it's been hard. My back went out on me. I, I was preaching down in Kentucky. And I got up that morning to get ready. And my, my back went out. And I've been struggling ever since September. And I'm so happy to hear that. Brother Louis pain free, and I sent him a text. I said, I long for the hour that I can say that. And if it's not tonight, it'll be in the morning. And if not in the morning, it'll be tomorrow afternoon. Amen. So I appreciate your prayers. We're doing 90% better just than we was. But we're still not there yet. But, but maybe tonight. Even so, Lord. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Do you love him tonight? Yes. Praise the Lord. I'm glad Dottie Wood was closed. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Let's read from the word now. Hebrews 12, 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Now that word patience is a patient enduring, a sustaining, or a perseverance. So let's just read it again with that word. Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily besets us. And let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Amen. Let us bow our heads. I want to speak to you on pressing on. Pressing on. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we bow in your presence this evening, We're just so grateful in our hearts, Lord, for your word. Father, we see the hour and the time that we're living in. And, and yet, Lord, your word ever remains true. For, Father, the things you said we would see, we're seeing them, Lord. We see the world in the condition that you said it would be in. But Lord, you said when the world was in that condition that theirs would be light, Lord. We are grateful for your light, Lord, that leads us. And your word, Lord, that never fails. And Father God, may our faith be anchored tonight, Lord, not upon an emotion or a sensation or, or a personality, but may it anchor upon your word, Lord, we pray. For Father God, we have this confidence that your word will do exactly what the word says it will do. Lord, we look to that tonight. Father, as we start this new year, Lord, may we lay the things behind us, Lord, 
May we dip them in the bleach of the blood, Lord, and may we start forth the new year with a greater zeal and a greater desire, Lord, to serve you, Father. And Lord, if we've been walking, Lord, or we've, we've slowed down or we've got our eyes off of the goal, Father, may we refocus tonight, Lord. Father, may we pick up the step, Lord, and may we get in line, dear God, to become what the Word says this bride will be. Lord, we believe that we were promised a, a bride's revival, Lord, a, a stirring, dear God, by the opening of the word, Lord, that would so stimulate us, dear God, that our very bodies will be changed. Lord, we believe that, dear God, no matter how old they people say it's become, and well, we've heard that for years, but Lord, no matter how long we hear it, it's still the truth, Lord. You said you would catch us away one day. Lord, if it's not 2019, we'll be looking for it in 20 and 21 and 22. Because we're not going to quit, Lord. We're going to press on, dear God. To see the consummation of the promises fulfilled in our lives. Bless your children tonight, Lord. Open our hearts to your word, Father. I surrender myself into your hands, Lord. I, I realize, Lord, I'm the least, Father. But I, you just speak through our lips tonight, we pray. Lord, may our hearts receive of your word, for we ask these things in Jesus' name. And the bride says, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Now, I want to read a little bit more out of the book of Philippians, if we may. Philippians chapter 3, starting at verse 13. It says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Now notice how he says that reaching forth to the things which are before. To reach forth is to stretch out towards or, or to stretch oneself out. Like you would, you see a runner in a race and they get right up to the finish line and they'll stretch out their body to cross the finish line. And that's what he's talking about here. It's a stretching forth of those things which are before. Amen. Amen. Philippians 3.14 says this, I press towards the mark of the, of, the, of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Amen. That word press, it means to run swiftly, to reach the goal. It means to pursue like a, a runner in a race that would run swiftly. Amen. Let us therefore as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if in anything you be otherwise minded. If you're thinking any other way, the Bible says, then God shall reveal this even to you. He said, if you think this way, think along these lines right here. Have this mental attitude of this right here. Be thus minded that I'm running towards perfection. Amen. And if you're thinking any other way, he said, let God change your thinking. Amen. 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 And if you're thinking the other way, he said, may God reveal this to you, that this is the way to think. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Do you love him tonight? Amen. To be perfect. It, it, it means to be mature. It means to be complete. Yes. To consummate the thing. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let me read this from the Amplified Bible, these scriptures. It says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider that I have made it my own yet, but one thing I do. Forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the heavenly prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Oh, I'm glad I'm with some people that's going to be caught up. Amen. 
Amen. The upward call of God in Christ Jesus. All of us who are mature, pursuing spiritual perfection, should have this attitude. Amen. And if in any respect you have a different attitude, that too God will make it clear to you. Amen. But he said, only let us stay true to that which we've already attained. Hallelujah. Not going back every year and laying the foundation. We've laid the foundation. Now let's build the wall. Let's build the house. Let's go on into spiritual perfection. Hallelujah. As a mature son and daughter of God, with this attitude, I am pressing on. I am running a race and I'll not quit. I will finish the course that's set before me. Amen. Not giving up. Hallelujah. Amen. Working to the end, running to the end, even if it's hard, even if it's hard, even if others wants me to quit. Amen. Perseverance. Now then the message, things that are to be. Now I'm just reading a portion of this quote. I'm just laying some stones out. But we find this quote, the Lord brought it to my remembrance the other day. And I'm just reading a portion of it. He says, come lady. How do you do lady? Come here just a minute. No, no mother. I want you to raise up. Raise her up. Don't lay down. Look here at me. Do you believe me to be God's prophet? Do you believe what you hear is the truth? You're getting awful sick, aren't you? The reason you're doing that, it's Satan trying to rob you. If you'll believe me to be his servant, tonight is your deliverance. You've come a long ways to come here, haven't you? That's right. But you're going to be well. Now in this quote, we find the moment that this woman's deliverance has come. Now if you read the whole quote, she was suffering with TB and arthritis and kidney trouble. That was what was wrong with her. And she's now in the presence of the prophet of God. And he has told her, you're going to be well. But let's wind the time back and look at the timeline that brought this woman into the presence of the prophet. Now we can piece together from the information that the prophet gives us from the discernment that we can get an ideal of what transpired to bring this woman into the place that she's standing before the prophet. Now we know somewhere prior to this moment, this woman begins to realize she's sick. She starts to realize there's something wrong with her body. And somehow we're not exactly sure, but somehow she hears about a man by the name of William Branham who prays for the sick and they get well. Now the first thing she must do is believe the report. If she didn't believe the report, this story would not, we would not be reading it tonight. So we know she heard about a man who prayed for the sick and they get well. She believed it. Amen. She believes it enough to make preparations 
to go to Brother Branham's meeting, to get a prayer card, to get in the prayer line, and to be prayed for. So either by car, or train, or bus, or plane, or somehow, she comes to the meeting. But it wasn't an easy trip. She just didn't cross the street and effortlessly come into the meeting. It took resistance. It took perseverance. For he told her in discernment, you've come a long way to get here. God knows how far you travel, friends. God knows the, come on somebody, God knows the sacrifice we make. He's not at all unmindful of it. When you come and you don't feel like it, but you come anyhow, God is mindful of that. God sees that. He told this woman through the prophet, you've come a long way to get here. And we know that Satan fought this woman the whole way. Because once again, we understand by the prophet telling her, Satan's fighting her tooth and nail to keep her from receiving her healing. So look at the timeline. She gets sick. She hears about Brother Branham. Satan starts his attack. She perseveres. She's perseverance. She gets the money. She gets the transportation. She gets to the meeting. She gets in the building. Others didn't get in. She got in. She gets a prayer card. Others got a prayer card. But she gets called. Now she's on the platform. You see, it's like a runner running a race. There's a start and there's a finish. The race started when she realized she was sick. And now the finish line is right in front of her. She's standing right in the line with the prophet of God. She's on the platform. And all of a sudden she gets so sick. She's going to faint. She's going to go down. And Satan's telling her, you need to lay down. You can't make it. You can't stand before him. You need to quit. Just faint. Just faint. Just fall down. You can't make it. Just lay down. Just give up. No one realizes the battle. No one sees the conflict. But the... But the prophet of God, anointed by God, he sees into another realm. He sees the conflict. He sees the resistance. And the prophet says, you're getting sick. You feel like you need to lay down. But he said, fight it. Don't do that. Don't lay down. Stay up. Stay on your feet. Keep moving. Keep going forward. Keep pressing on. Your deliverance is here. It's Satan. He's trying to rob you. Of your healing. So God, right there on the platform. The devil's trying to rob her of her healing. Lay down. Just quit. You can't make it. You're going to faint. Prophet says, no mother. No, don't don't let her lay down. Come here. Press on. Your deliverance is here tonight. Amen. It's Satan. He's trying to rob you. 
You've traveled miles to get here. You're on the platform. Don't stop now. Don't lay down now. Don't quit now. Press on. She presses on. She crosses the finish line. The prophet says this, the poor thing's sick, suffering, Satan, come out of her. You're exposed in the name of Jesus Christ. Leave the woman, come out of her. You're going to be well, sister. Her perseverance, her perseverance brought her to her healing. Amen. Amen. Wherefore, see, we are also compassed about with a great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. We are in a race. We're on the course now. Oh, if I could say it this way, we're in the seventh heat. Amen. The final runners, go oh, glory to God. We're in the final runners, friends. There's, amen. There's not an eighth day. There's not an eighth day messenger of me. There's not an eighth day messenger. There's not an eighth church age. The final runners, this is it. The eighth day goes back to the first day. We know that. Amen. Perseverance. Now the prophet says this, speaking of perseverance, he, he preached this message many times. Said according to Webster's dictionary, I was just looking, it means to be persistent and making a go. You must be fully persuaded to be persistent. Amen. Amen. Then you're perseverant. And now it's a good word. He says, I like it. I'm very fond of that fine word, perseverance. And I think that's the attitude that all Christians should be in at all times Christians should have this attitude I am perseverance amen doesn't say when we feel good we got to be perseverant when we don't feel good we got to push beyond the pain sometimes amen to be perseverance means to be persistent amen you got to have your mind made up God's giving me my children God's going to give me my children. I don't care what it takes. What it takes don't matter. The only thing that matters is we cross the finish line. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I've run cross country when I was in the army. I used to run between 50 and 80 miles a week. Now I can't run across the street. But when I ran cross country, listen, I've run a many a race. I've crossed the finish line with mud all over me. I fell running, had to get back up. But when I crossed the line, the mud didn't matter. The grass stain didn't matter. I made the race. Hallelujah. If I fall fighting, it's no disgrace. I'll get up and knock the dust off and go on. If the devil knocks my teeth out, God give me grace to gun him to death. We don't need a wishbone, we need a backbone. Amen. Amen. You've got to have faith in what you're doing. Perseverance to be persistent, to have your mind set on something. 
You're persistent because you believe it's the thing that you want. You believe that you can get it. Like a race, you've got to know the course. You've got to stay the course. I remember one race when I was at Fort Bragg. One year they messed up with the signs or something. I never did figure out what happened. But it was a race of The race was so chaotic. We ran it again the next week. Because they were people. You know, in a hundred and some runners in a race. And I usually stayed back about 50 and I started kicking. About the last three or two and a half miles, I would start kicking. Start moving up. It kind of makes you feel good when you start passing people. So I always kind of held back about a little bit about, the, about three miles left or about two miles left, I guess it was. And I would start kicking. And when I come to the finish line, there was people that was behind me had already crossed the finish line. I said, that's impossible. They took the woods to grandma's house or something. <laughs> and that's what had happened. The course wasn't marked. And people found a trail and they took it. And they ended up at the finish line. Before the lead runners ended up. And they canceled the whole race. Why? It was chaotic. But the race we're running is not chaotic. We know where we come from. We know where we're going. We know the course that we owe. And we know the outcome. Amen. Think of Paul when he come down to the end of his race. He said, I fought a good fight. I finished the course. I kept the faith. His fourth was laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Amen. Amen. They threw Paul in prison, but he persevered. They beat him 39 times, 39 stripes, three times. But he kept the faith. He persevered. Amen. He was cold, but he pressed on. He was hungry, but he pressed on. He was persecuted, but he pressed on. He was rejected, but he pressed on. He was imprisoned, but none of it when they said, we're going to cut your head off. He said, death, where is thy sting? He was perseverant. He said, I kept the faith, the trials, the cold, the hunger, the persecution. None of it kept me off the course. I pressed on. I pressed on. And now there's a crown lays up for me just like everyone else who will run this race with perseverance. He was perseverant. He knew God. You see, you can't have faith in God without knowing the Word of God or knowing something about God. That's right. Huh? Now, someone said you go out there in the parking lot and touch my car and you'll get well. I ain't going to go out there and touch your car. There ain't no virtue in that. Huh? I'm not talking about mind over matter. There's no virtue in that cold car out there. Yeah, you go out there and touch that car. You, I can't believe that. I can't accept that. Because there's no virtue in that. But there is virtue in Christ. Christ is the Word, amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, amen. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Now the Word itself comes back in the Holy Spirit form. And the Holy Spirit comes into you. So where is the Word tonight? The Word is in you. Amen. 
God in you, the hope of all glory. Christ in you, the hope of all glory. The mind that was in Christ, the mind that was in Christ is in you. Be thou thus minded. Amen. Hallelujah. Believe the word like he believed the word. Amen. Let me say that again. Believe the word like he believed the word. Jesus had perfect faith. How many knows why he had it? The prophet told us why he had it. Huh? Jesus had perfect faith. He had it. And it come because he was the word. And you become the word. You become the word as you receive the word. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you. Which is this word. If this word abides in you. Then ask what you will. And it will be done. Then recognize your position in the scripture. As a believer. Amen. I'm not a prophet. God's not called me to be a prophet. I'm not a pastor. God's not called me to be a pastor. I'm certainly not a song leader. God has not called me there. But if I can find my position of what God has called me to be. Recognize this is who I am by the word of God. Recognize your position in the scripture as a believer. Huh? You've got to recognize your position as he recognized his position. He had perfect faith because he knew who he was in the word. And until you see yourself in this word, you will always stagger. But if you can ever see yourself in the pages of this Bible, and you realize that heavens and earth, heavens and earth will pass away, but this word, God, how can I pass away, Brother West? How can I pass away if I'm part of the word that can't pass away? Oh, glory to God, hallelujah. Mm, I feel that in my soul tonight. Hallelujah. How can I pass away when the word can't pass away and I'm a part of the word? Heavens and earth will pass away, brother Fred, but I shall never pass away. They may bury this body, but they can't stop me. Oh, glory to God. When you recognize your position, when you recognize your position and take a hold of God's word. When you get a hold of God's word, you got a hold of something that has virtue. Something that rings true. You have an absolute. Knowing that the word won't fail. Then you can persevere. You can have perseverance. Because, Brother Keith, it don't matter how hard it is. It don't matter how deep it is. It don't matter how difficult the course is. It don't matter how high the mountain is. It don't matter how deep the valley is. It does not matter. The Word says, I am an overcomer. Yo, the skin worms will eat my flesh. Yet in my body, hallelujah, in my body I shall see him. Ain't no grave gonna hold my body down. Amen. Whew, glory to God. 
I feel like speaking to Patchy. Amen. If the earth will fail, God's word will never fail. If you're a part of that word, if you're a part of that word that was spoken by him, you'll not fail either. He said, I'll have a church. He said, I will have a church without spot or wrinkle. What you need to realize is he was talking about you. He didn't say without scars. He said we would sit across the table from battle scarred warriors. Listen to me. I don't want to get there that day and the only thing I've got is a, is a scar on my finger from a paper cut from turning a spoken word book. Come on somebody. When I get there that day, I want to stand with the rest of them and say I drawed my sword. I may not have been the best. I may have been the weakest of the bunch. But I fought with everything that was within me. I'd never backed up. I'd never left my brother. I'd never left my brother. We stood shoulder to shoulder. Amen. I gotta slow down. I'm an old man. <laughs> Church without spot or wrinkle. Who is he speaking to? Who is he speaking about? Hello? You afraid to say it? You gotta start somewhere. You're gonna to have to start saying it somewhere. It might as well be January 19. That way you'll have 12 months to say it. Come on, somebody. When are we going to start saying what the Word says about us instead of what we see about ourselves? Well, Brother Darrell, I'm full of mistakes. I am too, but he don't see my mistake. He sees my sacrifice. When he looks at us, Brother Skip, he only sees the blood. Hallelujah. You have perseverance because you got this understanding. God's word does not fail. Your anchor, the anchor holds within the veil. Oh my devil's so shrewd, friends. How he robs people of their blessings. If you went outside tonight. Someone crashed the wind and stole your speakers out of your car or stole your spinning hubcaps, you'd be madder than a wet hen. And let we sit here and let Satan rob us time after time. Putting thoughts in our head. Come on, somebody. Brother Dow, how do you know that? Because he does it to me when I'm preaching. He does it to Brother Terry, does he do it? He does it when you're preaching. He'll try to put the well, they don't like what you're saying. They don't want to hear you. You have to push beyond all that and say it doesn't matter. If God called me to one, I'll preach to that one. It's a battle. It's a warfare. But I want you to know you are equipped for battle. You're anchored within the veil. The anchor holds, amen. Your perseverance, you're running the race. The course is set before you. You know what you're holding on to. Look at Samson. Samson was so perseverant. As long as he could feel those seven locks around him. He knew he had a promise that God had given him. He could reach back there and fill those locks and he knew that God had gave him a promise. Yeah. 
Amen. Amen. And I say to you tonight, you think, oh, if I was just Samson. But I say to you tonight, every person in this building can be as perseverance as Samson was. As long as you can feel the power of the promise around you. And know that God's promise is to you. Don't you see my brother and my sister? When you realize I'm the Lord thy God that healeth thee. When you realize that promise is to you. Amen. That's my promise. Amen. Then what is God? God is my healer. Amen. No, the promise is to you. He said in the word, the word says so. You can be perseverance as long as you know you've got the promise in your heart. Faith has told you so. When you operate, look, you operate within the boundaries of electricity. If the wires ain't crossed, you've paid your bill, the bulb's good. You plug it in, you get lights. Why? Because you operate it within the law of electricity. When you go home tonight, ain't none of us. I hope so. I hope none of us is that way. Well, I don't know if my lights will work tonight or not. Honey, I tell you, we better hurry up and get home. I don't know if those lights are going on. We don't even think about it. We go home, we go in, we flip the switch, the lights come on, we undress, we get ready for bed. It's an unconscious faith. Because we know the bill's been paid. We know the wires ain't crossed. We know the bulb is good. I just changed it. Then we know I flip the switch. I get electricity. That's the same applied to God's word. If you operate within the promise. If you operate within the promise of God's word. You can have that promise. Amen. The Philistines are all around you. The giants are all around you. It don't matter. Faith says I'm healed. Amen. Then grab the jawbone. As long as you feel that promise, keep pressing on with it, friends. Don't have to worry about the Philistines. God will take care of the Philistines. Amen. Amen. Brother Ben said, fight, brother. Fight to every symptom is gone. Fight to every doubt is gone. Press on. Grab what God gave you and press on. Well... Brother Darrell, my case is so different. Take the jawbone and knock that out of the way. If you could only understand, the devil's telling the person beside you the same thing. You think you're the only one he tells that to? He tells it to everybody. Well, your case is different. How? Sickness. We know where sickness comes from. We know where healing comes from. How can it be different? Uh, well, I'm just a little bit different, Brother Darrell. I'm, I'm kind of old. And take the jawbone and knock that nonsense out of the way. Abraham was a hundred years old. And God touched him. Well, but Brother Darrell, my case is bad. Ooh, it is some kind of bad, Brother Darrell. I'm not belittling your problems because we have real problems. God knows we do. When you call on your hands and knees in your house for six or seven days, you've got real problems. I'm not belittling your problems. God knows I'm not. I know they're real. The real hurts, the real tears, the real pain. Man, we face those things. 
But oh, my case is so bad. It's, the doctor said it could be cancer. The doc I'm not belittling it. Please, Mr. I'm not belittling it. But look, look at Jonah. No matter how bad I've had it since September, I've never in my life been as bad as Jonah. Jonah was in a fish's belly. Hello, that's pretty bad. And not only was he in a fish's but the belly of a fish, his hands and feet were tied. He was laying in fish vomit. I bet that smelled good. Everywhere he looked, he saw fish belly. Friends, we've got problems, but none of us has got a problem like that. But look what God did for Jonah. Even in that condition, what did Jonah say? He said, once more, I will look towards the holy temple of God. He was persistent. He was perseverance. He stayed right with the word. No matter how bad his condition was. Listen to me. No matter how bad your condition is. Stay with the promise of the word. Because he knew that when Solomon dedicated the temple and he prayed, he said, Lord, if thy people be in trouble anywhere, if thy people be in trouble anywhere, that includes fish's belly. If your people are in trouble anywhere, including fish's belly, let them look towards this holy place and pray. Let them hear from heaven, Lord. Answer their prayer. You see, he knew. Because Solomon had prayed that prayer, Jonah knew that God would hear his prayer when he prayed. If we could only realize that. How many times have we prayed and thought nothing happened? Well, I've prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed. What did he tell Daniel? I heard you the first time you prayed. Listen to me. God hears you when you pray. Well, if I could pray like Brother Terry, if I could, if I could pray like Brother Donnie, if I could pray like this brother right here. But nobody can pray like you. You see, God allows things to come into our life that'll mold us the way he wants to use us. And a person can pray because they've been in a situation. Nobody can pray like you. Nobody can pray like you pray. God made you the way he wanted you to pray. And when you pray, have this confidence that God hears your prayer. Brother Darrell, how do you know? Because he said so. Jeremiah 33, 3. You know what it says? Call unto me and I will answer thee. If Jonah could understand under those circumstances, could have that much faith in God, laying in whale vomit, undigested seal, or whatever else was in that fish's belly, if he could have that much faith in Solomon's prayer, what about you and me? Amen. Your weapon is the word of promise to you. Do not lay your weapon down. Amen. Amen. 
like the sister in the prayer line. We've got to get past the barriers. Satan trying to make us lay down. Satan telling you it's too hard. It's not for you. Satan's going to make sure the barriers are there. But you've got to break the barriers. You've got to say, I am perseverance. I am pressing on. Until you pass the barriers. Are you listening to me tonight? Until you pass the barriers, you will never do no good. You've got to come past Satan's barriers. You've got to persevere. You've got to break through. Yeah, he'll say you God was, but he isn't now. Oh, if only Brother Brandon was here. What? God was, but he isn't now. Let me tell you something. He's still God. If he ever was God, he's still God. If he isn't the same today, he never was the same. The Bible said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. See, what the problem is, man has lost his faith. God's not lost his power. Man has lost his faith. Well, God's went back on his promise. No, no, no. No, no. God never goes back on his promise. The prophet of God said, the ever-remembering God remembers every promise of his word. God does not forget one of his promises. If we just be honest, it's not that God's went back on his promise. It's that man's went back on his promise to believe. But may we be like the woman with the blood issue. She was still perseverance. If the days of miracles was passed to every one of them, it wasn't to her. Oh, God, give me grace that if every person in this building right now was to walk away and say, God, don't heal no more, I would be the only one here declaring, God is my healer. Oh, hallelujah. It wasn't to her. She struck past that barrier. She got a hold of something. Something struck her. Notice what she said. Oh, God, this is so outstanding. She said, if I could but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Do you know Jesus never said that? Do you know Peter never said that? Jesus never said, if you touch my garment, you'll be made whole. Peter never said, now listen here, folks, if you touch his garment. Who said it? She said it. Inspiration struck her heart. And she spoke, if I could but touch his garment, I will be made whole. Sure. She spoke that by faith. Her faith in the spoken word, she spoke. In other words, she believed her own words. She believed her own words. And when she believed what she spoke, it brought the manifestation of her words to pass. Faith finds a way, friends. 
got to come down to a chimney. It'll come through a chimney. Don't make a difference how it arrives. It will arrive. It will find a way. Crawling, singing, shouting, somehow. Whatever it is, it will find a way. She couldn't get through. There were so many people. She was trying. Like the runner at the finish line. She was stretching forth. She tried to get him up here. She, there were so many people. She was weak. 12 years of a blood issue. She tried to get Finally, she was... Perseverance, perseverance, perseverance. If I could just touch you. And as soon as she touched his garment, he stopped. And he said, who touched me? Perseverance. Perseverance. She stooped. She reached. Reaching forward to the finish line. To the garbage. Doctor can't help me. I've spent all my money. I spent my farm. Nobody can help me. Central oils, herbs, nature, sunshine. passing by. The healer. That's my answer. Perseverance. Perseverance to get what she needed from God. Look at Noah. God told Noah it's going to rain. I'm sending you Noah with a message. Noah believed the message. He achieved God's purpose in his life. Noah got the word of promise for his day. And he held on to it for 120 years. He persevered with that promise. You see, he just didn't believe the message. Noah actually became the message. If we want to achieve in 2019 God's purpose for our life, then we must be perseverance. When you see the word promise for your day, when you see you're a part of that word, then persevere. Do not lay your weapon down. Hold on to it. It's your promise. It's yours. When you see who you are in the word, let nothing stop you from achieving your purpose. No cage, no scarecrow, no bluff. Not one of Satan's devices. Let's not, let's not, let's not be in the message in 2019. Let's be the message. Listen to me. I told a church last weekend down in Georgia. Do not make church a part of your life. 
Yeah, they didn't amen me either. <laughs> but we get that attitude sometimes. Well, I got this and I got this and I got that and I got to go to church on Sunday. Church is Sunday day. Church is Sunday day. Yeah. The weekend is church. Wednesday night's church. Rest of life. I got this, I got that, I got this, I got that. Don't let church be a part of our life. But God help us this year to let church be our lives. When you know who you are, then press on. You know, Brother Brandon talked about the eagle in the cage. You remember up in Ohio at the zoo? Said an eagle had been captured. Said it was one of the most pitiful sights that I ever had the privilege of seeing. A great heavenly bird had been captured and netted by someone and thrown into a cage. And the soul, the, he said, the poor fella was so out of place Amen. that he would jump with all that was within him against those big bars, flopping his wings only to find himself knocked back on his back. He said that poor eagle had beat himself against those bars until all the feathers was beat off of his wings and his head and his face was bloody and bruised. He said, I watched that eagle. He'd get up. He said, I'd watch him again. He'd proudly walk back. And with all he had within him, he poured himself against those bars only to find himself knocked backwards again. But he would not Quit, bruised, blooded, featherless. Yet, he'd get back up and he would charge again and he'd get back up and he'd charge again. He would not quit. You know why? Because he was out of place. He didn't belong there. He belonged in the heavens. His genetics. His genetics told him, you're a heaven-bound bird. Amen. Let me say to the devil, I'm not going to quit. Because I don't belong here. Do you? I don't belong here. If I fall down, I'm going to get back up. If I sin, I'm going to make it right. I'm not quitting. My Papa Johnson was a Golden Gloves boxer, champion out of Knoxville, Tennessee. He fought under the title of Doughboy Johnson. I was scared of my Papa. All my life I scared of him. He was a drunk. I led him to the Lord right before he died. But he's a short fellow, big old square Joe, big old wide nose. And my mama told me he was fighting down in Knoxville one night. My mama said they bought her a new dress for the fight. My mama's always a nervous person. Some of you know my mama. She's a, she's a good woman. My mama said they bought her a new dress for the fight. She said, you went to the ring? She said, I was nervous. She said, I said, Daddy, please don't fight tonight. Because the guy he was fighting was much taller. Had a much better, better longer reach and bigger fist. I don't know all about boxing, but you know, they, they measure all those things. And this guy was just bigger than my papa. My mama said, Daddy, don't go in that ring. He's going to kill you. I said, Papa got in the ring. I think it was about the second round or something like that. The guy hit my Papa so hard. Knocked him plumb out of the ring. Knocked him into the chairs. Broke his nose. My mama said, I went running there. His nose was turned over towards his chin. It ain't supposed to be like that, you know. 
blood pouring out of his face. She said, I took the corner of my new dress and was wiping the blood off his face. And she said, I said, Daddy, please don't go back in there, Daddy. Let's go home, Daddy. Don't go back in there. He's going to kill you, Daddy. Yeah. I said, Mama, what did he do? She said, Mama, I said, Daddy got up, said he pushed me out of the way. Said he went back and climbed into the ring. And round four or round five, she said he knocked the man's slap out. He won the fight because he would not quit. Even though his nose was broke. Even though his daughter begged him to quit. He would not quit. He had perseverance. Because he knew he was a boxer. He was a boxer. That's what he was. I say, Brother Terry, God give me the gumption like that. If the devil knocks me into the second row, Brother West, God give me grace to get up. Amen. 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 I'm pressing on. I want to get back to where I belong. Brother Joe, I want to go back where I belong. We'll go back where I come from. Remember said he was weary. He laid there his eyes towards the skies. I thought what a pitiful sight. Made not to be on the earth here. Heavenly bird. His whole makeup was to live in the blue. Way above the haunts and the cares of the world. But to see a bird like that made up. Born in the earth. To soar into the skies. Yet caged in such a way. He could never soar the skies again. But I want the devil to know tonight, there's not a cage big enough to hold this bride. He laid there looking at that place where he had been made, born to soar. You ever do that? You ever long for heaven? You see, when you go to heaven, Brother Skip, we're not going to a place we've never been. Yeah. We're just going home. There's just something about going home. But up in the jungles of Nicaragua, way up in a place called Manchonas, way up in the mountains, no running water, no electricity, nothing to eat. Lost nine pounds in one meeting. Up there in those meetings, but you lay there and you long for home. Sure. I'm going home. My genetics tells me so. Amen. Oh God. What was he trying to do? Get back to where he belonged. Trying to get back to what he was born for. He was perseverance. Oh, my sister. We were born for a purpose. Amen. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the thoughts I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. God knows exactly how every one of us is going to come out. Right. He set the course before us. We are running to that expected end. Amen. When you get there, God's not going to say, wow, I didn't expect that. Amen. Amen. He promised he will bring us to an expected end. Amen. We see, brother, sister, his promises are true. 
He's our healer. He's our deliverer. Those promises, how many's been healed of the Lord? How many's been delivered of God? How many's been saved? How many's got the Holy Ghost? How many believes God sent us Elijah? His promises are true. What he's promised us, he will do. We want to look at just a few minutes. The promises concerning our day. Because we have promises in God's word concerning us. I want the word of God fresh. That's a quote. I just, that's what the prophet said. I want the word of God fresh. The promise of the hour. God promised rabbits in the days of Luther. He promised other things in other days of others. But now he's promised us a full square meal. A full seven course menu. All seven seals are open. Everything is ready for the word of God to those who can receive it. Can you receive the opening of the seals, the mysteries laying behind the seal. Can you receive that as your promise for your day? If we can receive it, if we can believe it, this is what God ordained for my life. But yes, God put me here for a body change. God put me here for a rapture, Brother Jerry. That's why I wasn't in Wesley's day. That's why I wasn't in Jesus' day. He didn't want me in Jesus' day. He didn't want me in Wesley's day. He put me in this day. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, friends. I want what lays behind those seals for the believer. Amen. The promises is there. Help me to push past Satan's barriers Amen. that he places in my mind. Like he places in your mind. A genuine eagle for his day. Knows what Luther had was alright. We're not kicking against what Luther had. Justification, we believe that. Wesley was sanctification, we believe that. We got no problem with what Wesley had. But we've got that. We've got what Wesley had. We've got what Luther had. Plus what Wesley had. Plus what Pentecost had. We've got those things. We've got that. Plus this, until Jesus Christ is made manifest in the fullness of his power as he promised he would do in the last day. He promised us he would be made manifest in the fullness of his power, then accept nothing less. We press on because this promise is for us. That's what he's promised us. This is his word concerning us. Amen. Seventh age people. Amen. Amen. We're in a seventh age body. But our souls have been restored back to the beginning. To the first day. Is that right? So what's my soul waiting on? The rest of me. God. This is the word concerning us. Then let's dig deep till we find it. Let's persevere. 
We'll not settle for anything less. That's what he's promised us. Why would we settle for anything less? Why would we settle for being under a message umbrella? Let's become the word. Let's don't compromise. Let's don't take a compromise. Did you ever see an eagle compromise? A brother said, no, sir. No compromise in an eagle. Neither is there in a genuine Christian. He ain't soft. He'll hunt till he finds it. He'll find his meat. He wants fresh manna. What is fresh manna? Present tense truth. We live, don't live over some over age going by. Don't you see, friends? That's what many of them are trying to do. They're trying to go back to another day. Terry, we can't go back, Brother Terry. We go back by going forward. We keep pressing on. Amen. Where do we go? We go back to the first day. Amen. Amen. Do you love him? Brother Ben said, we don't live by an age gone by. We're eating new manna, fresh manna out of heaven in our journey as we go on. Perseverance, he says. We're pressing on. He'll get down there until he finds it. He'll fly higher and higher. If there's none in this valley, he'll raise a little higher. The higher you go, the higher you go, the more you can see. So it's time for eagles to get to flying higher. How can we fly higher, Brother Terry? Unless he calls for us to come up higher. Amen. Our promises for our day belongs to us. Then let's persevere, friends. Till our purpose for being here is revealed and manifested in our lives. The word promised for our day, our hour, is made flesh in us. Hold on to what the word says we are. Can, can I have just, just a few more? Hold on to what the word says we are. What does the word say? We saw it Wednesday night. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that, she, that we should be holy without blame before him in love. Ephesians 1.5, having predestinated us until the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. The word says you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that we should show forth the praises of him who hath called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. The word says in John 15, 16, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth fruit, that your fruit should remain. And whatsoever shall ask my father in my name, he may give it to you. Amen. The messenger says, as he being the bridegroom, the bride has to come forth because she's a part of him. It can only be the manifestation, the fulfilling of all the revelations. Any, as any others have spoke to the bride, it can only manifest if it does something different from the groom. It is not the bride. She's flesh of his flesh, bone of his bone, life of his life, power of his power. She is him. As a man and woman are one, a woman taken from his side, she's taken a spirit, the feminine spirit from him, the flesh from his side, had made both the mechanics and the dynamics. Amen. Who is that, Brother West? It's us. Amen. 
the wife, the spirit of him, the flesh of him, put it together. It's made the mechanics and the dynamics. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All these Easter bunnies and ceremonies and big churches and fineries will fail and pass away until the church becomes both dynamics and mechanics in the spirit of God that moved him to do these things that he did. If he hit on 16 cylinders, the bride will hit on 16 cylinders. For he said in St. John 14, 12, he that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also. And I will give him a charge of the dynamics into his mechanics that the world will not be able to withstand. God has raised up others. And so has it gone on through the years until the last day. There is again another people in the land. There is again another people in the land. There is again another people in the land. Who under their messenger will be the final voice Amen. to the final age. Amen. The word says no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Break the bars. Press past the obstacles. Satan tries to place upon us. Get ready, friends. Get ready for the water. When those kings went out into the desert, they ran out of water. Where did they go? They went to Elisha. And what did Elisha say? Get out there and dig this valley full of ditches. For thus saith the Lord, there shall be water. Go out there in the driest place there is. And start digging. Dig some ditches. See no water yet? Keep digging. Amen. Amen. Making ready for the water. Making ready for the water. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Digging it out, he said. Because the word of God said so. The prophet spoke the word of God. Get out there. Dig this valley full of ditches. The water will come. The word of God said so, believe it anyhow, no matter what takes place, what your mind tries to say, break the barriers, break the obstacles. Where's the water going to come from? Don't look at how it's going to get here. It don't matter how it's going to get here. He said it would get here. Brother Darrell, do you understand it? No, I don't understand it, but I'll believe it till I do understand it. Don't look at how it's going to be. Just look at the promise. Look at the promise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God said it. God said it. Let the mind that was in the one that said it be in you. Amen. Be thou thus minded. Amen. Oh God. Let the mind, brother friend, of the one spoke it be in you. Oh God. Amen. Be thou thus Minded, get ready for the water, persevere, be thou like-minded, be thou like-minded to the one who gave the promise. I tell you, we're in one of the driest places in the world right now, Laodicea, in this dry, dark Laodicea age, but it's in this age that God said through his prophet, thank God, thank God. In this last age, there will be a group rise up. The true bride of the last day. 
she will listen to the Spirit. In that day of gross darkness, the light will return by pure word and we will return to the power of Pentecost to welcome back the Lord Jesus Christ. The promise is ours. Then let's dig out this year. As I close, let's dig out this year. Anything that's in our life, let's dig it out. Let's get ready for the promise. Let's get ready for the manifestation. Let's press on. Amen. Throw it out. Throw it out that thing that besets you. Throw it out. Throw out that voice that tells you you can't make it. Throw it out. Throw out that voice that tells you your children's lost. Throw it out. What good's it going to do you to listen to that? Throw it out. Just keep digging. Just keep believing. Just keep pressing. Just keep persevering. Come across a cobblestone. Don't look at it. Don't get on the internet and look at these things. Well, are the prophet this and the throw it out. Amen. Just keep digging. Amen. Amen. Let the water take its place. Let faith take the place of unbelief. Superstition. Throw it out. The digger you the, the more you dig, the deeper you dig, the more water you'll get. Amen. Amen. Do you love him? Well, the doctor says it can't be done. The doctor says he thinks it's this. And the doctor says he thinks it's cancer. Dig it out. Amen. I've been told by doctors that my daughter will never see again. I've been told by doctors that my daughter will never walk again. I've been told by doctors that your daughter will never speak another word. I just wish they could be at the house one time. She may not talk out there in that vestibule, but when she gets home, I said, Jessica, why don't you talk like that at church? <laughs> Y'all pray for me. I'm sure you're going to hear it tonight. <laughs> Return, can I stay with you now, buddy? What size shirt you wear? <laughs> but you see what I'm saying, friends? They do the best that they can do, and thank God for doctors. Yeah. Amen. Thank God. For but when they say they can't do no more, I'm so glad I got another one. Do you love him tonight? Amen. Amen. Listen to this right here. Come, brothers and sisters. Come to the instruments tonight. Amen. Press on this year, friends. Persevere this year. No turning back. The cross before us. The world behind us. Let's keep pressing on. Satan is going to do his best to rob us. But I say to you, press on. So you can't die, the prophet said. You're done quickened. You're done quickened. You can't die. Oh, if the church can only see that. It's not what you're going to be. It's not what you're going to be. It's what you already are. It's the devil trying to rob you from your inheritance, your position. Every man here tonight would realize that the things you've got, divine healing and everything else, God gave it to you at Calvary. Every born-again believer circumcised by the Holy Ghost, you have a right to ever-redemptive blessing. How many? Ever-redemptive blessing. Circumcised by the Holy Ghost, you have a right to ever-redemptive blessing. Let the devil rob you out of none of them. Press on. Press on. Let's bow our heads. Oh, my, I hope I've not kept you long. 
Listen to this prayer while your head's about. I found this prayer. I just thought it was so good. The prophet said, let's pray a minute. How many wants perseverance? Our heavenly father. I believe, Lord, with all my heart that if the people could only realize. I believe they're good people. I believe they're your people. I know they are. They love you. They've passed from death to life. But right in their minds is Satan all the time trying to misquote something to them. Trying to take away from God's word. I pray, Father, that you'll rebuke him. Grant it, Lord. Let your Holy Spirit come upon this audience just now. Oh, God. Lord, there's not a word I could say that's greater than that right there. Oh, God, may we persevere this year, Lord. We're going to fight battles. No doubt we're going to get bad news. We're going to shed some tears. May even get knocked down a few times. But oh Lord God, there's something in us makes us get back up, Lord. It's you, Lord. Lord, these promises laying up under the revealed word of this hour. They belong to somebody, Lord. Somebody's going to fulfill them. Somebody is going to become those things. Predestination, election. Somebody is going to grab that, Lord. It's going to change their lives. Oh, God. Let it be me, Lord. Lord, I'm not smart. I'm not a great person. Lord, I notice the older I get, the more words I say backwards. Say it wrong, Lord, I realize. Lord, moving towards the setting sun of my ministry, I realize that, Lord. But, oh God, let me be true. Let me be faithful, Lord. Let me persevere. Let me press on, Lord. In your name, Lord. We press on. Oh God, grant it tonight, Lord, I pray. Lord, this little broke up thought, God. But somehow made the people see what I was trying to convey to them, Lord. Lord, let this be our life. Not make a resolution of something that we're tired of being. But let us press to the mark of the high calling. Let us run the race, Lord. That's set before us. Lord, in this race there's not one prize. There's a prize to everyone that crosses the line. May we run, Lord. May we run with patience, God. With perseverance, Lord. That course that's set before us. Lord, I remember when I ran cross country. Lord, there was races where we fell. We'd be running, we'd trip a stick or something, we'd run through the woods and maybe catch a rock wrong, we'd go down, and we'd get back up, Lord. Oh, Father, if I stump my toe, let me knock the dust off, get back up, go again, persevere, pressing on, Lord. God, there's needs among us tonight. But we look to you, Lord. We believe that you're our healer. Father, I don't care how bad it hurts. 
I still believe you're the healer, Lord. May you move tonight, God, I pray. Upon your people, Father. May they see you in the reality of your word. Lord, may we take the word into our hearts. Speak it back upon our lips, Lord. Perseverance. Pressing on. Pressing on. You're here tonight. You want to make that commitment to the Lord? Say, I raise my hand, Brother Darrell. I raise my hand tonight. I, I want to be, Lord, what the Word says. I want to be what God says I am. I'm a winner. I'm not a loser. I am what God says I am. You're sick tonight. You believe He's your healer? Why don't you just slip up to your feet? Just raise your hands. Say, Lord, I accept you tonight as my healer. I believe it, Lord. If you're here tonight, you need a closer walk. Maybe, maybe in 2018, maybe you, you lost your vision. Maybe you got cold. Maybe you've sort of lagged behind. But why don't you double step tonight? Catch up. Let's go. Let's go home together. Let's press on together. If you're here, Amen. knock the dust off. Drop it in the bleach of his blood. Amen. Let's go. Let's go on for the Lord tonight. Is that your prayer? Is that your desire tonight? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, we press on. In Jesus' name, we press on. Dear Lord, with the Christ here before our eyes, we find the strength to press
Saturday night, it's another preacher, but listen, the Lord is here. The promise of His Word is here. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Do you believe Him tonight? These signs shall follow them that believe. This is who we are, friends. This is what the Word says we are tonight. And God's given us the authority as sons and daughters of God to stop down our enemy tonight. Do you believe it tonight? Then lay hands on one another. I challenge you to believe in the name of Jesus Christ tonight. Heavenly Father, we lay our hands upon one another tonight. We believe the promise of your word is true, dear God. By the authority given to us as sons and daughters of God, we lay our hands upon our brothers and our sisters tonight. I rebuke mental problems. I rebuke pyrophrytis. I rebuke sugar diabetes tonight. I rebuke it tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are overcomers. We are sons and daughters of God and you said in your word these signs shall follow them that believe and we say to you Satan you have lost the battle come out of the people tonight in the name of Jesus Christ my Lord have delivered us tonight by the promise of his word and we lay our heads upon one another tonight let the victory start let the shout be in the camp because our healer has moved among us tonight granted oh Lord God I pray in the name of Jesus Christ May the sickness leave the people. May fear leave the people tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. For the glory of God tonight. We believe it, Lord. We accept it tonight. Upon the basis of God's word. And we say to you, Satan. You are not robbing us no more. This is our God-given inheritance. Amen. We claim the promises of God's word tonight. And we stand upon it. Persevering tonight. Let back trouble leave. Hallelujah. Let our trouble leave. Oh, let bad ears start hearing tonight. Let tumors melt away out of people's bodies. Oh, God. Grant it tonight, I pray. Grant it tonight, I pray. Restore families. Restore marriages, God. Revive us, oh God. Once more, oh Lord. Pour our spirit out upon us, oh God. Let it rain down upon us tonight, Lord. Oh, energize us, God. Energize us, Lord. That we may press on, Lord. Run the race that's set before us. Grant it tonight, Lord. Oh, God. May there be testimonies, Lord, tonight. Grant it, Lord. Because the king is in the camp tonight. We believe it, Lord Jesus. We believe it tonight, Lord. Oh, do you believe him tonight? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, God bless you, saints. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my God is awesome. We serve an awesome God tonight. There is no God like our God. There is no God like my God tonight. Oh, we exalt you, Lord. We lift you up in the midst of the congregation. You said if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. We lift you up tonight in praise, oh God. We believe you, Lord, tonight. We believe you, dear God. We accept the promises of your word tonight. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you love him tonight? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord God. Hallelujah. Isn't he wonderful tonight? Praise be to God. Oh, Lord, I, don't, I ain't smart, God. I don't know big words. I don't know. Just listen to my heart, Lord. Listen to what my heart says tonight. I love you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank Thank you before we go. Oh, thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank, thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank, thank you, Lord.
appreciate you coming to the house of God tonight. What a wonderful privilege it is to be a Christian. To know the living God. You know, I heard Brother David Siler say one time, I just thought it was always so good. You know, Brother David had emergency surgery this morning at 2 o'clock with his appendix. And he's doing well. He's a little bit rough today, but they got it before it ruptured. So looking for a speedy recovery. So just remember, Brother David. But he said he was over in India one time. I just never forget this. I just thought it was so good. And he said he saw a man that was packing a God around that he had fashioned out of his own hands. And David said, I was sitting in the car and I watched him set that idol down and worship it. David said, I thought, ain't that something? He's worshiping a God that he made with his own hands. But I worship a God who made me with his hands. Amen. Aren't you glad tonight that he made us with his hands? Amen. God richly bless you. Sing us something, brother. We'll see you in the morning, Lord willing. Amen. Sing this as we go tonight. My God is awesome. He is awesome. 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 Oh, my God is awesome. He can move the mountain. Keep me in the valley. Hide me from the rain. Yes, he is awesome, awesome, awesome. Oh, my God is awesome. Heals me when I'm broken. Strength where I've been weakened forever. He will reign. Oh, my God is awesome. Yes, he is awesome. Awesome, awesome, my God is awesome today.
living, His grace is why I'm living, bless His holy 